0: All right, Goatees, you're in for a special treat. We are doing a special little bonus episode. What's up, Roxy? How you doing? I'm fucking angry, bitch! (laughs) Yes, Uh, and so I don't know if you guys know what we're going to be talking about um, from the title of this, but we are going to be talking about Mulan.
1: We just couldn't resist because like, we know that it was like Labor Day weekend, and we were like, yeah, we're going to have our episode pushed to next week, and that's all good and done, but then I just... Mm. I know that like everyone has polarizing feelings about Mulan, so we're just here to sort of take up space to talk about it. Yeah, I
0: like how you're using
1: your like flight attendant voice. Like, everything <laughs> is fine. Like you know, the there's turbulence severe turbulence. Yeah. There's severe turbulence coming. Buckle the fuck up. You know.
0: Um, yes, but because we're hanging out on this Friday night with all of you, we we have a little bit of whiskey um, in our hands, and we're going to take a first shot together because yes. I think it's important that we have a little bit of alcoholic lubrication.
1: A little Dutch um, courage for me to be able to speak on. Honestly about Exactly. This. So we're just kind of cheers,
0: Roxy. I love cheers to all of you out. Cheers there. to all of you. Um and uh, why don't we make a drinking game out, out of this? Um every time Roxy uh is indignant, <laughs> take a take a shot. Everybody's gonna <laughs> we'll be, be drunk. Fucking wasted yeah, we're gonna be drunk. two
1: minutes into this because I am just trying to contain all my emotions right now.
0: Uh. Yeah, I just spilled whiskey all over me. Um, I'm drinking High West Double Rye whiskey in honor of you being in Utah.
1: Oh, thank you. Because that's a great
0: little distillery. Not little, really, but from Utah. So it's delicious. I, I love it. It's not too expensive. <sighs> I'm
1: just okay. Doing, yeah, Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. What do you want to start? Let's start, start. Let's start from start? the top. Okay. Let's start
0: from the top. What did the animated Mulan
1: mean to you? The animated Mulan... Didn't really mean that much to me, to be honest. Really, okay. I've always loved the legend of Mulan. Like growing up, the stories that were told to me—you know, her bravery and like what she did for her father, and like how she, you know, disguised herself as a man. I think for me, being a queer person, like growing up and like just thinking about—I remember I took taekwondo. You know, like I've always been very like action-heavy, like masculine, you know, and like Mulan as a legend represented that I could be something like that. Like I Mm -hmm. love Trin Lee, you know, I love like all these women that were able to really kick ass. And so she meant so much to me. And it's cool that like, you know, she came into the American space through Disney and like they decided to tell her story in their way, which I thought was wonderful because... You know, there's definitely an intersect of, like, how can these cultural stories be exposed to different audiences, Mm -hmm, right? mm -hmm. And um, I don't know. What were your impressions on it? Because for me, it really didn't do that much. That's so interesting
0: because I had the exact opposite experience
1: where,
0: you know, I... I never saw Asian faces, for better or for worse, in any animated form because I wasn't really exposed to anime. Like, I I just, you know, mm-hmm. hadn't seen any of it. And I just remember not any specifics, but I just remember the vibe around the movie was so, like, revered from what I remember. Mm-hmm. Um, and and for me specifically, it was the movie I really wanted to see. We didn't go see it in theaters. But one night, my mom, after church on a Friday night, which was already like 9 or 1030 at night, um, she made a, like, a quick U-turn and was like, you know what? No, we're... We're gonna go rent this and we rented it from a super video um, and we got there before 11 p.m. when they closed and we watched it that night and I remember staying up past midnight watching it and just with my mouth agape like jaw like dropped like um, everything about it was everything to me you know being a a 10 year old uh, little Asian American girl who had never really seen any representation of herself it was really 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 powerful what about the music I mean, the music is every, I, it's one of the few songs I learned to play that, uh, reflections on the piano by ear. Um, mm-hmm. I, it's one of the few songs I'm terrible with lyrics. Like I, I'm sure you know this already about me, but, um, I'm really bad with lyrics. I know every single little like lilt and every word and every pause in reflection. So it, it, it. Obviously means a lot, um, but I think it was interesting this week to go back and read. I read the Times review of Mulan, the 1998 version, um, and it was totally pandered. It was really it was seen as like, yeah, just like stealing, um, like like cultural pastiche. Um, all, a lot, actually, a lot of the similar issues that we have with the one today, um, we had with the the one in 1998. But I think because my husband was saying it's interesting because I think anyone who was 15 and under when the original Mulan came out um i think we feel it a little more viscerally everything that's happening now because we were so endeared to
1: the animated version do you think that like no matter what it is that you do if you're doing a cultural story for like a western audience or that wasn't meant for like its audience of origin that we're gonna fail regardless do you feel like that's a thing
0: i definitely think that it's a really tall order yeah um I just also think that we don't need to continue justifying it. I think that's some of the more I read into this, like I think the justification of, of the pick and choosiness of picking um, like notable things from Chinese culture and just choosing this um, the era because it's colorful type of shit. That is what's upsetting to me. You know yeah, what I mean? Because no, it's fine sure. to not get it right, but it's not okay to justify why you didn't get it right.
1: Also remember that a topic I talked about a couple episodes about authentic authorship.
0: Yep. A little bit, a little bit. And I think the funny thing about this before we move into things that we want to acknowledge and celebrate is just like the, you had to work pretty hard to make sure that like there were no people of color behind the scenes. You had to work pretty hard to make sure that like, okay, I get it. Your white costume director like, you know, worked really hard to do her research, but why not have like an, a Chinese authenticity person on team?
1: Also it's just like they're trying to go over that fact with just by saying, But we have a very female team, you know. Well women, this is about women, you know? And I'm like, It's a cop out. You are it's a st- cop out. It's a total cop out. I'm like you're not even really looking at it for what it really is and it's like I don't yep. know. Like this is a this is the ballad of Mulan. This is sorry. Now yep. now I'm starting to really lose my shit. Everyone <laughs> take a shot. <laughs> <laughs> this is the I was game. Like, you're talking about like a cultural significant icon. Like they call yeah. her a princess. Like sure, I guess. Right. Yeah. The fact that they call her a princess just makes me mad too. Like I don't know. You know? Because that's well, not what I don't know.
0: It's true. And it, it it's honestly difficult because like I I think in reading a lot of things I was like I'm fine with a certain amount of fic, like. Fictitious license and creative license, because honestly, if you look at the history of like the story of Mulan, um, people have been like, fictionalizing it and dramatizing it in China for years and years and years. Mm-hmm. You know, and so and so uh, that aspect doesn't bother me as much as the the whitewashing of it in the a lot of whitewashing
1: ways. of it, mm-hmm. and also the messaging of the movie. Can we talk yeah. about the messaging of the movie? Because okay, yeah. I get it that like you know what is it stories history is just stories that we tell. Other people, you know, Mm -hmm. it depends on whoever the narrator is. But the problem with what Disney is doing to Mulan is like it did the same thing with Rey from Star Wars. Star Wars. It's the Mary Sue syndrome.
0: Yeah. It's like,
1: Sorry. no, like, Roxy,
0: I I want to get into that because I want to talk a lot about the Mary Sue complex because I don't know about it, and so I I would love to learn from okay, you. Okay. but let me let me just start. So our you know our listeners know um, we support Asian American actors, we support Asian actors. We love that Asian American actors are getting an opportunity. I think we have a lot of friends who are in the movie, right? Like Jimmy, yes, uh, yes, you yes, know, yes. and Chen, so we're very proud job. of them. We love you. You guys did a great job. I want to acknowledge it, and I want to also say this because I was like talking shit while I was on a set for for something and Jimmy happened to be like we we were acting opposite each other and I was like talking shit and I was like how can they blah 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 and he's like oh it's like really interesting it's interesting to hear what you're saying and a couple hours later he came and he was like hey like I'm actually you know he's like please like don't tell anyone but I, I'm actually in the upcoming Mulan film and I was like oh fuck like <laughs> I put my immediately put my foot in my mouth, you know, but he was just saying on his side of things. It's like, we worked really hard. He saw the director doing the best she could. The actress who played Mulan was like so hardworking, all these things, like really good tenants, right? Like good things are happening in (laughs) terms of your Roxy's rolling her eyes. Everyone take a shot. uh, I know. I know. They're not
1: the ones who, who are able to, you know, make those decisions. They're the ones, you know, it's, it's about the higher power. It's about the corporation, it's about like the system, right? That's what we're upset about. That that is what I'm fucking up. So, they just yeah. like want to pander to yeah. every single fucking audience. They want to please the Chinese market. They want to please like American audiences. You yeah. know what I mean? And that just doesn't work. You have to know who your audience is when you're making a product. It definitely doesn't work.
0: Um, and so, so one, that's one of the things we want to acknowledge. We also want to acknowledge. So I, you know, I personally watched this with my two nephews and niece and my niece and they had, by the time we watched it with them, it was their third time watching it. Wow! So they were losing their minds and I feel like I haven't even like really watched it yet because I watched it with them. And so it was like, I was watching what it was for them more so than seeing it for what it was. You know what I'm saying? So, um, uh, You know, anyhow, so kids growing up today, Asian-American kids, Asians in the Western world growing up today will now see Asian faces represented. And I want to acknowledge that that can be very powerful because just like the cartoon, the animated version from 1988 was pandered culturally at the time, like we still use that as like an empowering force, as representation of ourselves, as normalizing Asian faces on screen. Okay. secondly, Disney did take a 200 million dollar gamble on this film that only has Asian characters, albeit they tried to write this with a white savior, like a Matt Damon, but they adjusted it and they didn't do that. So they did take a $200 million gamble on a film with Asian faces
1: and but it's um, failing and then they're not gonna they're gonna say that inclusivity is a is failure. The problem yeah i and know that's the fucking problem it's like i, I know mean, i know like cool like normalizing facial like asian faces but there's been a lot of really great examples of that that is yes. not this movie like we have that's to farewell you know yeah. we have crazy rich asians that also did very well for a hollywood yeah. studio film but this was you. not that movie no. you know it, i think
0: ultimately more so than anything the thesis of the talk here is this is a huge step backwards yes and why is this happening in 2020? So, all right, I'm going to, we have some historical, political, and overarching Disney things to talk about, but I would like, Roxy, I want you to take it from here and just like, what does this movie mean to you? And why, why is its failure like, so
1: feel so personal? I would tell you that the moment I saw this trailer, I was fucking lit for this movie. Yeah. You know, I was just like, you know what? I wasn't, I was excited. I was excited like, were your that- pants off? Or- <laughs> <laughs> why did you take your pants off? I what was, they- I yeah. was, I was lit that Nikki yeah. Caro was hired to be the director. I loved okay. her- Her work as you know, doing well, Rider. I think she's a phenomenal director. Okay, you know what I mean. Like I was when I saw the trailer, I was I was in tears when I saw the trailer. I was so excited about this movie, and um, and also the fact that like you know I'm a wusha fanatic. Mm -hmm. I love Hero Crouching Tiger. I grew up, you know, watching Hong Kong martial arts films. Bridget Lin Lin Qingxia, uh Li Lianjie. Like I've watched all of it. I love wushu yeah films and the Mulan you know like what she represents as a fighter independent woman you know like as a queer icon like Mm -hmm. this was the movie that if I could in my career I wanted to make because Uh. it's everything that I wanted and and the fact that I was like oh Nikki Caro's got it like it's going to be great but then it's not her fault either because it's at the hands of a giant corporation and she's a phenomenal filmmaker she's incredible you know do you feel like this was a case of too many chefs in the kitchen This is like the bigger power, like you know how all Marvel movies are the same, no matter who the director is. Like even though they're incredible, like even except
0: Black Panther, yeah, Black Panther was the only,
1: yeah, even you know I feel like Ryan Coogler could have taken it even further. Mm -hmm, You know what mm -hmm. I mean? But like there were still certain formulaic variables that like you need to cater to. I mean, it happens with everything, you know. The bigger like boss you're working under or the more power they have, the less you actually have a say or be able to have space to create that. So for me, like when I, I was like, Priscilla, I was like the first one to like yeah. spend that $30 yeah. and like you watch did it, it in the morning. You were I doing it in the morning. I was yeah. doing it in the morning. And like, I, you know, I heard about what, uh, Fei Liu talked about with the Hong Kong pro- protesters broke my heart, but I, I love Mulan so much. You know, I just bought it. I remembered I had trouble streaming it because I think everybody was streaming it. And then I watched it. And then I started watching it. And about, like, 15 minutes into it, I'm like, oh, no. Mm. Like, it started off really strong. There's, like, this little girl, you know, like, fighting, you know, in the field. And, and it's I was beautiful. Like, yes, yes, yes. It's beautiful. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. I love that. I love that. And mm-hmm. it's gorgeous cinematography. But it's more spectacle than depth, okay. you know? And like okay and that sorry i'm like granting now but like as i started to see what was happening plot wise story wise yeah. i was just like wait a fucking second i was yeah. like i don't even care about her
0: like none of it's earned None of it. None of it's earned. Yeah. So, okay. uh, Just to let everyone know, from this point on, there's going to be spoilers. So, spoiler alert. uh, You've been warned. If you get angry about it, that's on you. I'm ranting. I'm just (laughs) ranting. (laughs) But okay, let's talk. Let's okay. So, I would like to break this down. So, I would like to talk about it uh, uh, visually. I'd like to talk about it like filmically, and then uh, like the plot structure. So, Mm. like visually, how did you feel about it? Just in, in terms of the look and feel. And You
1: know what? Everybody was commending. The cinematographer. And I granted, it's a you know. I think it's Mandy Walker who is the DP. Okay. Um. And but I don't. It honestly, I'm the filmmaker that's like none of that matters to me if the it's story not isn't good. good. Yeah, it just mm-hmm. doesn't matter. You make yeah. a freaking music video, like right. Cool, right? Yeah. yeah. But so I was not. I wasn't impressed I know they shot Practically for a lot Of this stuff Which is great Because so many things Are just over Inundated with VFX Nowadays But like Sure It just didn't Capture me Didn't enrapture me She made no real Friendships or relationships Without the whole yeah. Duration of the film And she's just so Wooden and stoic And and, and I feel
0: like I feel like a lot of it was almost like a parody of like kung fu movies, like the, the motion, the, the action.
1: Oh, my God. It was almost like slow a parody. Motion, yeah. High frame rate for everything. I'm for like, everything. have you seen really great? Usha? Anyways, I'm yeah. pouring more bourbon because yeah. I'm just getting so cheers. angry. Cheers. Cheers. Um, at this so point what made oh. it
0: fail as a film? Well, first, cheers. First, <laughs> like, cheers. Filmically, you know, why was it a failure?
1: It, it was written by four white people.
0: Uh Aha. Okay, I'm gonna like make a little sound for us to cheers to. ASMR. (laughs) Um, Okay, but like, can can we talk about to you? Yeah. What? Okay. Sorry. What? 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 Okay.
1: You know the fucking chi thing? Oh my god. Okay. Honestly, Roxy, (laughs) I was watching it. I was like, okay, okay. I'm gonna put on my like. I'm gonna put on my
0: (laughs) yeah. I'm gonna put on my ABC hat here, which is American-born Chinese, and I was like, uh, okay. That's not how I understood Chi, but maybe I just don't know something. And then I read up on it, and I was like, and I talked to my dad, who sent me, like, multiple links after, and I was like, okay, no, fuck, I was right about Chi. It, like, the movie got it wrong. Like, okay, Roxy, tell the tell our goatees, like, what the fuck is Chi?
1: They literally translated Chi into the Force. So, basically, Mulan is Star Wars, and Boo. Chi is the Force, Boo. and Mulan is Rey. Like, it's literally the same fucking movie. Okay, yeah, and I, I heard people but we're trying to compare it to Frozen as well. Yes, and it's just... Oh my God, chi is is the force, the life force. It is a life force inside all of us, but it's also about balance and energy mm-hmm. that we all mm-hmm. have. We all have chi. It's mm-hmm. not about uh, gender. Like somebody having more chi than somebody else because you're not supposed to have an excess. It's about balance, moderation, no. groundedness. You know, like and utilizing- it's what you do with your chi. Yeah, like because
0: you are in control. Everyone has the same chi basically, and it's like how you how you care for it or overuse
1: it or underuse it defines like what that chi ultimately does. For you, right? Exactly, and the mm-hmm. fact that they're just like and and you know, Priscilla, what's mind-boggling to me is like Donnie Yen, Jet Li, Gong Li, right? Like they're yep. talking about this chi, they're saying these words in English, knowing that that's not what chi no. is. And I'm pretty sure Jet Li was dubbed because that it didn't uh, sound like him. You are the 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 the. No, won't totally. Say
0: Totally. It was like they definitely didn't know what their lines meant. They were just saying them because they're like it's not Well Donnie Yen though speaks English, doesn't he? He does.
1: Yeah. And I just I'm just in awe. It's I'm crazy. in awe. And even like, you know, I Fei Liu, like she speaks English and you know, she was oh, raised she does. in. Yeah, she was raised in the, she grew up in the United States for a significant time of her life. And like the fact that these Chinese actors are saying saying these things about qi but
0: yeah, you know, does not any what sense. it is it doesn't well, make any sense and uh, you know to to add to that to go could, to go in that direction I was like watching it and I was like huh witches like I never really heard about witches in Chinese mythology and then I read about it and I was like okay that's a Eurocentric plot point that's just being thrown on this you know Chinese film and I was like okay and then also it's like did you not do any research about the phoenix in Chinese culture because <laughs> actually the Chinese phoenix isn't born of fire doesn't explode no. into fire it Mm-mm. just re- Represents love and matrimony, and does does have things to do with family. But like, it's like, could you not have read like a little bit about the the culture that you're trying to portray? You know what I mean? Could
1: you not dig a little bit fucking deeper? Just a
0: little bit deeper. Just a little bit. Jesus. A a little
1: bit deeper. Like yeah. And in line with
0: yeah, exactly. And in line with what you're saying about like Star Wars and like what we're saying about Frozen, all of Chinese myths. Like if you really look into it, it, it's all about. Earned powers. So if you do get some sort of supernatural power or whatever, you had to earn it or learn it or you know what I mean or or inherit it from somebody in in some way. But in this movie, it was like okay, Mulan at seven eight years old has all of these wushu powers, um, ooh, which is so magical. But like, it doesn't show a sensei. It doesn't show like a master. It doesn't show her practicing it. It doesn't show her learning it. And and for that, like like that is the deepest like cultural inaccuracy because none of it. Was earned like from a uh, like from a plot point perspective, a lot of the big climactic moments didn't feel earned. But any moment in which she's suddenly powerful for no reason. That wasn't earned from like a work ethic pers- perspective.
1: No, and then they try to put the witch like Xiangyang, you know Gong Li's yeah. character, with Mulan, and and it's like suddenly they're like, oh, we're women and we're both superhuman and like we should take them down together. I'm like, none of that's earned. Like all no. of that was just sped through so fast. There wasn't even like a justified like like superhuman fight between both of them to show no. that they're equals. It's like which
0: I thought was 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 gonna happen. Yeah, that's what I
1: was looking forward to. I was like if there's anything <laughs> that I was looking forward to, it's like a fight between the super sexy gold. Yeah. li like, and like yeah. ife as mulan yeah. i can as, fear you getting mad i'm also getting kind of drunk i'm also because, okay so cheers okay. cheers, <laughs> cheers.
0: <laughs> and then can we talk about the mary sue complex and then after that i'd like to go and touch back on some of the history of mulan um but let's talk about the mary sue complex um but also what the fuck was that about when mulan revealed her own gender I, like, know. I, I hate that Look, they made what, the entire the, the entire film turned upon her own gender performance. And I was like, OK, like, I get it. Like, I get that that is like a big topic right now. But like, that's not what this that's not what this story is about, though.
1: No, what the, what the animation animated Mulan succeeded was that Mulan was just a normal girl. Yep. from like a farm town yep. and she had to prove herself she wasn't yep. exceptional you know what i mean and it taught you about integrity hard work being clever you yeah. know like finding what works for you and yeah. like what life is because if mulan was so
0: powerful and could hang off the side of the roof and like catch herself by the the arm of a, like the, the the handle of a broom like why would she have any trouble carrying water up the side of a mountain <laughs> and also what the fuck like those people like, were spilling no water. That Issue. Yes. How come no one caught
1: that? Yes.
0: Like, Thank you. Fucking crazy. And also, the guy who spilled water, like, everyone was spilling water. Like, <laughs> I, I felt bad for him for getting expelled for that. But anyway, okay. What is the Mary Sue complex? How does it apply to the Mulan film?
1: Basically, in this most basic form, the Mary Sue complex is, is a character that's in a story, a female character that yes. is flawless. Like oh. she has, she is just so perfect. She was born perfect. She doesn't really have an arc because she's already just perfect. Got it. So she like Zoe Deschanel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> Zoe Deschanel just, just, in everything. <laughs> like Zoe Deschanel is perfect in literally everything. But you know, it's just like they have nowhere to grow. They're not human. They're not flawed. You know what yeah. I mean? Like. Rey is is that's a problem with Rey in the new Star Wars it's just like she she just suddenly has like Jedi powers you know she could like use the force and like but everybody else had to train for it like even Luke you know had to train for it for so many so why do you think
0: why do you think that's such a common trope in films
1: well, nowadays, I think it's all about this like female empowerment thing. You know, it's like letting the woman rise. But I which feel like we it's, stand,
0: which we, we stand. But 100%. we want a true human experience. Yes, yeah.
1: yes. And it's I'm just like it. they're doing it wrong. So this is like supposed to be a female empowerment film. It's fucking not because you're making mm-hmm. her into a Mary Sue. And like women, we're humans, right? Like that can't be our idol. That cannot yeah. be what we aim for. We need is someone who's very real, who experiences struggles and flaws as we are. You yeah. know, like. Oh God! Yep. Um, okay. And then, and then also, sorry. Another thing is that because this is failing right now, box yep. office, everything, and the pandemic, and not playing in theaters, and this and this whole extreme polarity, the backlash, boycott, political. This is still like going to look badly on female filmmakers because only two women were given budgets this high, and it's Ava DuVernay, who has mm. an h- amazing track record. But even A Wrinkle in Time was not like a huge yeah, success. and yeah. now like Mulan is not a success with Nikki Caro. So it's just going to go back to, well, look at these, you know, like women can't fail because we're the minority as voices, you know, obviously in the film industry. So it's like, who can actually make a successful one? Like this is another dent in our progress.
0: Right. Well, and that's why it feels to me that this is a case of like too many chefs in the kitchen, like too many people, like too many cooks in the kitchen, like, and too much concession to make whoever the powers that be, like to make them happy, you know? Um, this feels very personal it, it It feels very personal and so i I just want to talk about a little bit of the historical inaccuracies, um, but first, like a little bit of background on mulan i i 'm going to link this in the show notes, but I read this great time article that kind of has some links to um, the linguistic history of of mulan um, and 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 talks a lot about the the evolution of Mulan as a myth and a story in and of itself. And it started as a very, very simple verse, basically, like just like, like it's called a ballad, like very Mm -hmm. short, very to the point. And in this story, it actually doesn't refer to a sickly father. It's just, oh, my brothers are too young, so I got to go do this shit. And um, in fact, none of the soldiers she worked with ever realized that she was a man until they visited her village. And then she dressed as a woman and they were like, we didn't know that, that you were like we we didn't know how would we know she she was in disguise for
1: 12 years
0: 12 years exactly incredible and by the time she came home her brothers were old enough but when she left they had not been old enough and then they scamper off and they 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 say that line about the the hair you know oh (laughs) and they run side by side which they do
1: reference in the movie which is why it goes over people's head people are like what the fuck was that about like i don't know if they're male or female they're just running so fast (laughs) yes and so what's interesting
0: too is like if you dig a little bit deeper like you know i think the chinese the han people have adopted mulan as their joan of arc they've Mm -hmm. adopted it each generation kind of alters it slightly to fit whatever plight is of the time Mm -hmm. however like mulan um it's very likely that it was in reference to and who knows if 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 she was a real person or not um but is a part of it was likely that she was from a uh, proto-mongolian culture and she's from a nomadic tribe a a nomadic tribe pre-mongolia pre-china um pre really like china you know and um basically those nomadic tribes who um honestly (laughs) were smarter but they appreciated (laughs) women in a different way and they upheld them differently in their society right and so that she was actually trained in
1: like archery and combat when she was a little girl there you go yeah
0: yeah and so uh, like we acknowledge like for one, like a lot of little things have been changed over time by Chinese people, and so the, it's not not it's not not normal for the story of Mulan to be used for whatever the current plight is and, and and our current plight to be fair like is is feminist ideals right and that's what we want in the Western world so I understand it's being used as a tool to fuel to like basically bring that point across um, but it could have been done so in much better ways. Like it in could have been ways.
1: told ethically. It could have been told ethically with accountability. You know yes. what I mean? And, and also the messaging of the film right. is what I had the problem with.
0: Yes. And just from a story perspective, a woman doesn't not have to be weak in order to be strong. Do you know what I'm saying? A hundred percent. So, yeah. Okay, and let's break it down into the 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 pastiche aspect of it, and I think this is the aspect that actually pisses me off more than it pisses you off. I'm ready for you
1: to get pissed off, Priscilla. I'm ready for it. I'm here for it, bitch, bitch. I'm pissed. I'm also pissed. You know, are you? I don't know.
0: (laughs) Well, okay, because part of okay part of the thing is like I was telling Roxy, I was like the first 40 percent of the film I was like in like I was like this is like Disney candy. It's fine. Mm -hmm. Um, But when you read into it, um, the costume director went to Europe was was report like she said on the red carpet. I went to Europe to learn about Chinese clothing and different eras of Chinese clothing. And I actually sent that to my mom. I was like, hey, mom, (laughs) like, haha, she went to Europe. And she's like, LOL, like, with the Disney budget, of course she went to (laughs) Europe instead of China because it's much more expensive to go to Europe. Why not take a trip to Europe on a Disney budget? And I was like, okay, bitch, (laughs) like, clearly my mom likes the free perks too. You know, like, (laughs) I, I love when a bartender gives me a free shot. My mom understands if you got money from a big conglomerate like disney you got to take advantage but just the causacity just the white privilege of it all to go to fucking europe oh to go to fucking museums in europe instead of going to fucking china and talking to someone who actually is like a dedicated historian who is chinese and understands not just the history but the context you know of chinese culture today versus chinese culture yesterday and the day before that Yes, bitch. Um, and then also, choosing costuming that reflected the Tang Dynasty purely for its colorful aspects. Let me call bullshit on that. And also, if you were going to choose Tang Dynasty, then you got to go end-to-end Tang Dynasty, which means the armor has to look like Tang Dynasty. Mm-hmm. The dwellings have to look like Tang Dynasty. Mm-hmm. the like, You know what I mean? The, 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 the cultural like implications of the Tang Dynasty have to come through, right? Like, how could they like go through all of this and be like, let me pick and choose what
1: I want without me knowing that it's going to piss off like their Chinese audience?
0: Yeah, it's a, almost like if someone was making something about medieval, like about England, and it was like, oh, medieval times... Uh, I'm just going to pick this toilet that like spills out on the side of the building. But also like, let's make sure that they have like a phonograph because, you know, it it aids the story. Like that's the amount of historical inaccuracy going on. So the dwelling, the structures that Mulan is living in is actually from southern China, from like the Fujian province. But she's northern. But she's northern. Tang dynasty is a different time from when these dwellings were popular. So fucking get your phone back straight pick i don't care if you pick i don't care if you pick a specific time to make the story to for the story to occur in i don't care if it was 1980s china i don't care i think that that would have been more interesting right but you are like basically choosing like completely different eras pastiching Mm -hmm. them together and like calling it like ancient china and like for me it's the equivalent of basically okay if i had like um a complete work of william shakespeare and i went in there and i cut out individual words and individual phrases and i Piece them together and called it a Shakespearean soliloquy or a Shakespearean sonnet. Like that's as much bullshit as is happening with this film,
1: dude. And you know what's crazy is that like there could be like a a, a hypocritic counter argument to all of this. It could be like, well, it's fantasy. It's our interpretation because like Xiangyang, you know, is like a witch and she fucking flies or whatever. You know, it's our interpretation of it. But I'm like, Disney said they were going to make a grounded, more serious version that was that was going to honor the legend of Mulan. Yeah. But by doing exactly what you said, they're dishonoring. <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly. And that brings me to my main point. And mm-hmm. I think we're ranting about this. We're upset, I'm, but my I'm main not question, sorry.
1: I was going to apologize, but I realized that I'm really not no, we are. You're not, you're not yeah, I'm sorry. You're not sorry. We're not sorry. Nope.
0: My biggest question, who the fuck was this movie made for? Because Okay, for better or for worse, the original animated Mulan was endeared to Asian Americans and, and, and certain Americans. This movie does not honor that at all. It, mm-hmm. it, it isn't for us. It isn't for us Asian Americans, and it isn't for Americans, really um who was like we became endeared to the animated version and this did not honor that okay but americans feel like it's pandering to prc nationalism so it's not it's not for them and it doesn't appeal to a chinese audience because it's a pastiche of chinese culture the chinese actors are basically puppets and there's no groundedness in authenticity in any way for them to see it and feel um feel like Empowered or 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 seen by it or or they don't feel any authenticity at all. It's as if like a giant. It's as if McDonald's came out with a beef noodle soup, but this <laughs> beef noodle soup was basically ketchup and like bits of ground meat like in a in a in a like a beef gravy like this is that this is mcdonald's the disney mcdonald's version of beef noodle soup and they're like no this is beef noodle soup but for people who've grown up eating beef noodle soup their whole lives they're like, whoa, this isn't beef noodle soup at all. That's the Chinese people. And for Americans, they're like, what the fuck? This isn't McDonald's food at all. You know what I'm saying? So this satisfies nobody.
1: Yeah. I'm really curious, though, if you guys are listening to this and you're like, I completely disagree with Roxy yeah. and Priska. I fucking <laughs> love this film. Well, we want you to tweet at us at Two Hornets Goats because we want to know. We honestly, genuinely want to know for those who love it, what makes them love it so much. Yeah. And what we, community are you from? What demographic are you from? You know, like, yeah. we want to know that.
0: And we're saying, like, the more I read about it, the more upset I got. Because to be honest, like I said, I watched it with my nieces, my niece and my nephews, uh, and they love the shit out of it. So, like, we acknowledge and understand, like, the, that some people are going to really enjoy this film, especially... If, like, for Roxy, it is your livelihood, and some people don't view films that way, and Roxy and I both happen to be film students, right? Mm -hmm. And so, like, we understand, like, that's not the space that film needs to exist in for everybody, and so, yeah, like, we don't want to exist in in a vacuum. Like, if some of these things really actively don't upset you, like, we get it. Um, But yeah, please talk to us. A couple other things I want to bring up that I think Roxy will also want to weigh in on is uh, in the film's credits, they officially thank...
1: Oh my God. (laughs) uh, Basically... They uh, shot in Xinjiang. Why would they fucking shoot in Xinjiang?
0: And if you don't know, uh, John Oliver has a great piece on the Uyghurs that's, uh, you know, um, talking about basically the genocide that's, that's going on there. And they shot... On those lands, not only did they shoot there, but they also thanked um, one of the the entities that are part of building these concentration camps. So, Roxy, what are your thoughts on that? You could have shot anywhere
1: fucking Like China's else. huge. China, China China's is huge. huge. <laughs> and also, it just, I don't know. It's just that the political backdrop of this movie is just so overwhelming yeah, You know what I mean? Like, like I just feel like Mulan was stolen from us, you yeah. know? Like, like yeah. it just it just has this backdrop of, like, having to appease, like, all of these political factors and all these political parties and also just, like, all these audiences, you know? It's not focused, it's not honest, it's not true. Ironically, loyal, yeah. brave, and true, yeah. which it's
0: not. Which is, isn't that, like, the CIA slogan?
1: I, uh, like FBI.
0: FBI slogan? Yeah. It's not even, like, trainees, you know?
1: No, it's but, not. God Can we forbid. also talk about the moment? Can we talk about the moment when she looked at that sword and she goes, devotion to family. Devotion to family. I was like, literally, I'm like, if you're Chinese and like being able to, I don't know. I'm just like in awe of the actors yep. who I, have to say what they have to say in English. I mean, and also like
0: uh, going back to the dwelling they used, they basically used it because it looked pretty in Shaolin Soccer. It's the same, like looking <laughs> dwelling. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like they're they they were like, ooh, that's cool. Let me grab that. Oh, Stephen Child's a fucking genius, by the cool. way.
1: Incredible, yeah. Stephen Chow. Please Charles check amazing. that out. Yeah. But
0: um, I God forbid, fucking when they make a Pocahontas live action, I feel so like our apologies in advance to the indigenous people. Like if they're botching it to this degree. And they're actually trying, like, like because there are monetary like incentives for them. Like, I just don't know how they're gonna botch like the 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 portrayal of indigenous people. It already breaks my heart. Just Disney, about please
1: it. be more sensitive.
0: Please be more sensitive. Please like, be more
1: intelligent about don't. who you're making the movie for. Like you know, it's like, what did Nikki Caro said in that article? She was like, she was like, yeah, like, I'm the right director because I'm bridging the Disney culture with Chinese culture. I'm sorry,
0: that that <laughs> article made me want to throw up, and I, I, I talked to a couple friends about it, and one of my dear friends, like Alyssa, she 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 is a, a writer and, and one of my dearest friends, but we've just had a lot of conversations about what it means to be white right now and how complicated it, it is because you're meant to not you're meant to step aside for other voices. But at the same time, like, like we have to acknowledge like, like certain white voices are more powerful than ours and can't be just silenced. It's not about silencing. It's about making sure that there's acknowledgement and that there's recognition and that there is an understanding that um, people of color and women are being suppressed, you know?
1: gatekeepers understand the need for authentic authorship please
0: yeah um okay so we can't really gloss over i know we 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 did a little bit but the main I'm just really impressed. On.
1: i'm just really impressed that like priscilla is so put together for this conversation because I am drunk and like pissed. I've been <laughs> pissed about this the whole week. I called my parents about it and they haven't seen it. I was pissed. Yeah. I called like five of my friends, talked about it. I was pissed. Um, I we've already had t- two
0: hour conversations <laughs> about this. We've already
1: then, had. I was just like Priscilla, uh-huh. you need to watch it <laughs> yeah. any way that you can. I was like, and when you're ready I'm here to talk about it, you know?
0: Yep, yep. Um. So can we talk about the Hong Kong
1: controversy um, a little
0: bit? Yes. I don't want to get too much into it um, because one it breaks my heart it 100% mm. breaks my heart and I understand the Ban Mulan um, I, I understand it in a big way and I I support it in a huge way um, I would also say like first time I went to China was in 2005 and it was a very different place my father has been going back to China um, I, I can't really say the exact date but from the early 90s he's been going back every year for about a month and a half and uh you know my parent my dad's a pastor so he's been going and he's been going to um underground churches and 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 he basically a lot of times when he would go from place to place he would have to be blindfolded um because they didn't want him to be able to give them away wow so you know i i have a slightly different perspective on china just because Like, I understand that when you grow up in China, if you've ever been to China or if you've been to Asia, even um, the level of I don't even know if it's brainwashing. It's just indoctrination. You're just raised in this environment where what the government says is, quote, unquote, true. What the government says has to be fact, you know, Um, and, and, and that becomes really difficult. So I don't really know what the actress is facing in her own life, um, but if she was fully indoctrinated and that's what she believes to be true, like I don't a hundred percent blame her. I blame the larger entity. And do I think well, Hong also, Kong? Also, yes. she's a
1: Chinese darling. Yeah, exactly. What would so, happen if she didn't say that? What so it might have
0: been gun to her head. It might have been gun to her head. Right?
1: Like, like, like you know, um, Fan Bingbing, uh-huh. that whole like scandal regarding her and how yeah. she disappeared you know, after evading taxes or something with the Chinese or something like that. Like, like it's just, um, I think you have to be very careful about what you say. You I, you know, I
0: agree. I agree. Because you know, and I'm like gonna, us.
1: I'm just like fucking here. Just like we spilling can say my feelings. Whatever we
0: want. Yeah. But it, because like, Trump
1: says whatever he wants. So I could say, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> America.
0: America, but like if, if she, if she really believes what she said, like I would say she's, she's probably been indoctrinated. <laughs> If she doesn't believe what she says, then she was likely forced to say what she had, what she said, right? And, like, I, I'm not here—we uh, stand with Hong Kong. We stand with Hong yes. Kong being free. Yes. I'm so proud that Taiwan is taking a hard stance, yep. you know, and Taiwan has had um, missiles pointed at it from 80 miles away in China that are ready to fucking annihilate Taiwan in, in a fucking second. So, like— we stand with Hong Kong. Yes, There's we no stand doubt. with Hong Kong. I'm upset about the statements she made. I just don't have enough context to know the why behind why and she it said And it just
1: sucks that like this yeah. movie that like brought so much joy, this icon that brought so much joy and inspiration to like young women and yeah. young girls like has to be fucking submerged in all of this fucking drama with politics and What is it? Filial piety, or whatever you know, like it's just yeah,
0: filial piety.
1: Yeah. See, that's one of the. See, we just (laughs) recorded an episode before this about like what we pronounce wrong. I pronounce everything wrong. Well, we read a lot, and we don't. We don't speak a lot. (laughs) We don't talk to anybody because we're all introverts, and so we just have conversations with ourselves.
0: But Roxy, I will say, seeing my niece watch this film, watching her watch it, was a better experience than watching it myself. Um, and even my sister-in-law, who, um, you know, wasn't under 15 when the animated Mulan came out. So I don't think it meant as much to her. When Mulan comes riding out in this movie and lets her hair down, um, my sister-in-law was like, this is my favorite part. And like, she saw magic. And I cannot ignore that. You know what I mean? I Maybe can't-
1: we're just like really... Crazy filmmakers that pick apart everything.
0: No, but I think it's important. I think it's that's why I wanted to talk to you about it because I really wanted to see it. and like hearing that you have a personal investment in this because this is the film that you wish you made is so key. Um, but at the same time, it's like, dude, it's a problematic film in a lot of ways and it's important to talk about while acknowledging the boons, right? There's a lot yeah. of great things that hopefully will come out of this, but this in and of itself, the biggest issue is that it was lukewarm, right? Everyone who was involved in the making of this really wanted to please a different audience. And because of that, like, it came out basically being a child with eight heads and 20 feet and, like, 30 intestinal organs. You know, like, it has no clarity. It has no balance. It has no identity. has no identity. Mm -mm. Yeah. And that's the key of it. (sighs) But, Well, well... Roxy and I are going to continue ranting offline. But thanks for joining us on this bonus episode. episode.
1: We We love you guys. Hopefully, you're drunk as well because I'm just pissed, you know? Yes. If you didn't drink
0: eight times during this episode, you did it wrong. So start over and drink again. Um, Uh And we are Uh going to have a Uh new episode Uh dropping this Monday. So come hang out with us then.
1: We love you guys. We love you
0: guys. Stay horny. Stay horny. Stay (laughs) horny.
1: (laughs) <laughs> Bye. Bye. Bye.